Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 124 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vaca- Vacation Club podcast. I'm starting out great today. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. You can hear Damon talking. And yeah. it's going to be one of these shows. <laughs> that's Central Jersey. That's what that is. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do People that love that post, by the way. What? The, the post about Central Jersey? Yeah, all, all those it. maps are accurate. So, yes, except for the Central accurate. Jersey one, I just you know that one's that that one doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I don't agree. I don't agree with that one. <laughs> hey, so we're we're teasing. We're going to give our big announcement away. You want to do it now? No, no, in the middle. I have it oh, marked out. Yeah. Oh, you okay? You you have it marked. Out. Okay, you're going to wait all the way to the middle to talk about that. I, well, that way people have to listen for a little bit. Yeah, you're, it's a good tease. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, you know, I feel like we're hyping this up too much. What if this is terrible? What what ends up being terrible? It's not going to be terrible. All right. Have you seen pictures of it yet? Nope. But I, I listen. He has faith. I, I have faith because I've had other stuff done by this person. Okay. So I'm not worried. Okay. Well, that's, you know, I'm just worried. We're like hyping this up. And then I feel like people are going to be like, oh, this is lame. <laughs> hey, man. That's life. All right. Well, we should probably introduce our special guest to the episode. Uh, we have Curtis from Geekin on WDW, uh, and and we wa- welcome to the show, Curtis. If you could tell us, you know, a little bit about your background, I know some of our listeners also listen to you. So, oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for inviting me. I love being. I love other podcasters. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm Curtis Stone. I am from the Geekin on WDW podcast, and I've been podcasting for over seven years. And I started my podcast with my daughter. We started talking about our trips and I really love building community too. I, my first Disney trip was a work related conference down to Disney world at the dolphin and swan in 1999. And I was blown away. So I was not a kid. I was an adult. My, my wife and I never went to Disney world as kids always had friends that went and always felt like what really wanted to go and got really excited about it. My wife, joined me down there a couple of years after that. I was, I'm in a tech community at the time. There was a software called Lotus notes that had a contest. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I was my, Lotus I, notes. I, I kind of miss Lotus notes. I, I, my company used to have Lotus notes and they don't have it anymore. And it's, it's outlook now. And I miss Lotus notes. <laughs> so, well, a lot of people know it from the mail platform, but I, yeah. there was a really cool workflow development platform and it was kind of a niche software. And so they had a, conference that was really awesome. It was like 10,000 people at the dolphin and swan. I was, I mean, not just to get there. I, I got there late into the conference because I just joined a new job. They said, you want to go down to this conference? I'm like, are you kidding me? I want to go to Florida. I want to do Lotus notes. I'm <laughs> like, I was so excited. I was blown away by Disney world. I, I stayed at the, the Royal, I think it was the Royal Palm is that pink resort down in Disney, uh, downtown Disney at the time. Cause I had to bust me over cause I was late getting in to the conference. And, but anyways, I mean, the dolphin and swan for a conference, holy cow, it floored me. The conference was awesome, but there was a community of these geeks that really, they were, they had a podcast. This was early on. So think about this, like 2003, four, whenever podcast five, when podcasting was kind of starting, I thought that was cool. I loved 
that the first time I went to the conference, I was just by myself. I kind of stayed to myself. And then I started getting involved with the community. And I watched how they built the community or just how many friendships were built there. And I was like, if I ever do something, I think I might do a podcast. And then my daughter and I were kicking it around. I said, you know, I don't want to do something about work-related tech stuff. I want to do something fun. Let's, let's, we always talk Disney World. Let's do Disney World. So that's how it started back in 2014. And it's been a, a really fun ride. It's something I do on a regular basis. <laughs> it's my, my kids are all grown up, so it's what I do after work. Nice. Are you a DVC member too, Curtis? Or I am. I, I'm 10 years into DVC. Nice. I, I bought it at Bay Lake Tower. When, and my wife, I come home. We looked at it for 10 years. And, and I think the thing that kept me away from it was the monthly cost with the, the, dues. the dues. Yeah. Like when you try to look at the numbers, that's what always gave me a hard time. And I come home from work one day, close to Thanksgiving. My wife goes, that's it. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, do, do you really think that I would have tried to invite somebody that wasn't DVC? Well, no. Come on. Listen, sometimes I ask, like, let's take people behind the curtain. There are times I ask questions on the show that I know the answer to. Okay. So, so here's, here's really behind the curtain. Who do you think actually reaches out to people first out of the three of us? <laughs> Amazingly enough, it's that person you wouldn't think. <laughs> well, I'm really just saying, nice guy. Sometimes, sometimes I a- I ask questions I know the answer to because yeah. the listeners need to know the answer. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to one of your listeners who was chiming in on uh, on the Facebook post you guys did. Dan Harding, he said <laughs> he said I have the second best DVC podcast. I hope he means you're the first. You guys are with him. Part. We don't know. No, he, yeah, that's, as well. he, he's talking about somebody else. We don't. I almost <laughs> said. So that, does that make us the third best? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know with Dan. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but honestly, I don't talk about DVC that much and it's a little bit intentional. I mean, I let it happen, but, and we, we, we've done, actually I have a show coming up about DVC soon, but I, because I started a travel agency based on our podcast about three years ago. So I, it's a little conflict of interest there. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you own a Bay Lake? Do you do you own a, I, I also own a Bay Lake. Do you own anywhere else? Nope. That's it. I got 250 nice. points at Bay Lake Tower. I just paid it off. I had a little bit of a loan there. I had a 10 year loan. Just paid it off nice this feeling, year. Isn't it? Oh, it's it's really cool. If um I not to promote my show all the time, but I'm I'm meeting up with Please Glenn please. Kessler. Glenn Kessler is is a guy who came on my show, I think it's episode 13, so I'm almost 400 into it. He's become a great friend. Uh, he's even stayed at my DVC room, <laughs> put it that way. Great guy. And I brought him back for my anniversary, seven-year anniversary shows. And he he just bought DVC. Nice. But I, I brought him on and to, to talk about DVC. But he's, he made a really interesting comment that he – I'm talking about work the numbers. Oh, my gosh. And he goes into excruciating detail. But he said, if, if you ever want to sell, 10 years is a good point in time to sell when he worked off the whole number. So if you want to hear that analysis, that show will be coming out in my feed That's interesting. in a few few months or in a month or so. Okay. That's super yeah. interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah it is. And, we, and, you know, on this show, we really kind of like... We we talk about DVC a lot. Really, the show I feel like is kind of morphed into like Disney from a DVC member perspective. That's cool, I, yeah. kind of right. I mean, would you guys agree with that, or am I? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's okay. not just it's not just numbers and and DVC stays. It's you know Disney parks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. 
Well, any, anything else you want to mention, Curtis? I, we're, we're excited to have you on. We haven't had a guest in a while, first of all, but we're also excited to have a we fellow. We keep asking Tom, people. but he does never want to do it. You have no idea how hard it is <laughs> to get Tom to do this something. This is the opposite. I'm usually the one saying one, I want guests. <laughs> like, Trevor, all right. Trevor, how many times in Facebook Messenger am I like, hey, Tom, so uh, guests, what's going on? Have you reached out to them? Have you followed up? It takes time to book people. The, you know, the, Curtis, Curtis ignored my emails for a couple weeks. So. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I ignore a lot of emails. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Not just easy mine, to do. Yeah. 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 True, true. I would ignore my emails, too. Um, so Cheryl wants to know... Uh, what your thoughts are on why the resort spas, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, and Harmony Barbershop are still closed when you think, and when we think they'll open for reservations. Well, I think the reason they're closed is because n- number one, they're they're kind of small spaces, right? I mean, yeah, they're mm-hmm. relatively small spaces. Uh, already have fairly low capacity, and then you also have people that are like working up close to you, right? Yeah, and and also maybe touch, they think. Right? What's that? It's high touch, right? It's high all touch, of, right? All those things are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I think that's the reason. I think once they get rid of like the social distancing stuff, then then I think they come back, right? I think that's the only barrier. Yeah, I think that's way further out than, than we all care to, to wish. Um, I'm not going to be surprised. Listen, the, the spas, I, I've been to the spas, right? I've been, I had massages at over at uh, Grand Floridian. Um, Saratoga. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I find, I, I find spas to be a little iffy. I'd rather go to a spa that I'm going to relatively for a long time, right? Like I go get a massage. I was right pre COVID every week. Like I just find that that's a better sort of thing. Like when people know your body. So that, that all being said, I've been there, man, I just can't see that as a big thing, right? Like I didn't have a problem getting an appointment. I got an appointment like when I was there already, like, I don't know how much they're making on spas in general. So I'll, I'll leave that one to coming back kind of alone. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and the barbershop, I think they'll open first, right? Because I think that they'll have a little bit less touch, you know, as Trevor was saying, than, than a spa per se. So I don't know. It, it, it does like, again, for me, whatevs, like my kids are older. I'm good, but I get how it's definitely um, a big deal for people. For the Bippity Boppity Boutique, especially the barbershop, right? Everyone's kind of waiting for that first haircut. We get these questions a lot. Like, when when is what something going to open? And I use my wife and our friend Judy, we call them the traveling tiaras. And they get we field these questions. And they always look at me like, <laughs> nobody knows. It's just exactly. <laughs> Disney yeah. does not. They keep all of this very close to the vest of what they're planning. I can only say they've been more cautious than the state of Florida, even, and probably intentionally for, for whatever reason, they, they believe their business model. They, they want to, they don't want to have an incident. And that's obvious. They've been very careful with, because I think the Florida opened up the restaurant capacity, but Disney was pretty, you know, they weren't really opening up. The other thing they did was I was down there in February. I don't know when the last time you guys were down, and they were promoting how they were 35% capacity. <laughs> There's no way they were 35% capacity. They were as busy as ever for February. Then I, and I've been there mm-hmm. several times at that time of year. So, so I'm sorry, Cheryl, but you're not going to know. We're not going to be able to tell you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think you guys are guessing correctly. I think that yeah. high touch thing is going to be one of the last things. And it's Do we need the spas? 
I mean, that's the, that's yeah. my question. Do we even really need the spas there? And, and here's where Damon incites another one star review. <laughs> Damon hates spas. He hates Disney. No, I, I can't hate spas. I go to them all the time. I'm just saying, at Disney, do we really need yeah. spas? You're right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's so far down the list of Price. things to do at <laughs> Disney. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah Bibby Bobby Boutique and the Barbershop, you're right. They're definitely, that's a different league. That's a totally different I mean, are you getting your picture taken but... at the spa? Like I, uh, I, mean, you know, I, I would hope that's illegal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't want to go to that spa. <laughs> to, to, hey, listen, this the spa is just not. You know, I mean, you get your nails done, you get a facial, you get a lot of different things. Damon, I mean, are you getting just, your nails done at the spa? I do not get a mani pedi. Um, I've never had a mani pedi, but I've often thought about it. Yeah, but uh, I have not. Well, one of my I, favorite you know, stories on my show is a, a guy that come on. He did that and got all the extras and didn't realize it was going to be a thousand dollar bill when he walked. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap. That's for sure. Uh, I, but for like DVC members, I, I think you should definitely go to the one at Saratoga because that's like the DVC spa. But like, it's not open anyway right now. But it doesn't matter. But, uh, but to your point, Curtis, I've been kind of laughing lately because I feel like every Disney group I'm in, at least three, three or four posts a day, it's. When do you think Disney's going to open X? And it's like, no one knows the answer. Stop asking. No, <laughs> like, you know, they just no. want to talk about it, right? Their yeah, thing yeah. is is that they're upset that so-and-so is not open, and they want people to be upset with them. I'll give you two that have been frustrating. One is the people mover. <laughs> that one but was should, like... Stay, stay should be opening now, though, right? <laughs> it and, is. As we record this, it should be running. I yeah. know it, but it was just so like, what are they... The, that's got to be the simplest attraction at the magic kingdom why can't they open that and the other one it was ratatouille like looks done let's go yeah i think it is done i think they're just waiting to they're just i think it's more about them wanting to do a grand opening and have a whole bunch more people show up <laughs> you know like they want to wait for the time but you're right it is frustrating that it's just sitting there done Oh, believe me, people well, are going to show up when it opens. Just look at Oh, yeah, for sure. For well, sure. I wonder if they're going to have a press event like they did for Star Wars. Probably. Yeah, probably. Well, because it's a whole new section, right? It's a whole. Yeah. It's not just the ride. It's like a whole new section of, of the France Pavilion, right? I, so, I feel like those are the things that, that I, I miss out on not being in Florida. That not getting to go to like those press kind of events? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I get invited to stuff all the time that I just can't go to, which is, is brutal. So, yeah. Whatevs. All right. Well, why don't we move to Dan's question? Yeah. Since, since we're already in Epcot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at that. Look at that yeah. professional transition. Okay. Exactly. I'm sitting in the Epcot lounge right now. By the way, I've been very much enjoying Dan's trip reports throughout the, throughout the week. Yes. Uh, they've yeah. been very well, good. So, and, and, yeah, and Tom even jumped into the Discord that we had for a brief moment. He was in there while he was online. Yeah, we, we, we should talk. Yeah, we, we, we did a brief uh, Discord channel. I, I think we should definitely do that again. That was fun. Damon did a Discord channel because he was kind of bored. <laughs> that was about it. I didn't even let Tom and Trevor know, actually. Yeah. yeah I, I just kind of did it. I found out after the fact. <laughs> I literally, I saw it. He didn't tell us he was doing it. It got posted in the group. And I was like, all right, I'll pop in. Like, I, I was I, I was really busy at work, but I was also kind of bored, too, and, like, wanted to, like, take, you know, a few minutes aside. So, yeah. It was fun, though. I think everybody enjoyed that. So, anyway, wait. So, he's, he's saying... uh Wait, he's talking about the Epcot Lounge, watching the pouring rain. I'm thinking how awesome yeah, it just, is to have the benefit. How do we convince DVC to keep this forever? P.S. Kurt has the second best DVC podcast out there. If not, everyone is listening already. Get him talking about food. food. I don't think there's any bite of food he doesn't like. So I, I did put some food topics at the end of our questions. Thank uh, you. Here, so yeah, I so saw can, that. And yeah, I want to tell Dan, 
I, I focus on trip reports. So I open invitation to Dan to come in on my show and do a trip report. Now that I hear that he's down there. Oh, but, there I, you I, go. look at that. He's had quite a trip too. He's had quite oh, a trip. Awesome. I, yeah. I, I was thinking about this. I saw this posted and there is one place I don't like. Not, my show is really pretty positive. I'll agree with, with that. And I'm, I'm no foodie. Believe me. Don't listen. You know, <laughs> don't listen to my, sometimes my uh, things that I like, other people don't like if you're a real true foodie, but I don't like Sanaa. I'm not. In the, <laughs> David I, hates Sanaa too. <clears throat> Amazingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. Cause a lot of my I audience like- love it. I Curtis, I feel like you listened to the show and uh, and hit the thing because Damon hates all the restaurants at Animal Kingdom Lodge. All of them. Oh, <laughs> no, that I don't like I, curry. Are, I don't like curry. I don't like that. So well, me, Balma, Balma's in my top three restaurants. Uh, I love Sanaa. I, I love Sanaa. I, 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 but listen, it's everybody likes different things, right? So <laughs> some of us can be right and some of us cannot be right. It's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Other right, than Sanaa, well, yes, I'm a. I'm a lover of most everything Disney World food. Not even the bread service? No, I love the bread service. Okay. So at least you can get you on the bread service. <laughs> I just can't get I can't get past Indian food and my daughter had this argument okay. with me that some it's not it's more African food, but I don't know everything I've ever tried on the menu. And I have people come on my show and say they had other things, so you know, if I'm going to get something falafel. that's the one. Yeah, falafel, that's the only thing I would eat there. That's there. But anyway, so back to the lounge. Dude, I don't think the. I'm going to say this. I don't think the lounge is ever going away. I'm just going to call it like that. Wow. You don't think when they close down Journey nope. to Imagination for a Reno that we'll lose the lounge? Um, not permanently. No. Hmm. You know, Damon. Ever go. I'm going to agree with you because when they, I know when he's asking this. I think because when they put it out there, they said it was temporary. And my wife was like, "This is awesome," and I'm like, "Yeah." And we used it, and and it is awesome. I think it's. You know, when Disney, was, the DVC was getting a lot of complaints about not enough perks. I remember, that's kind of when this hit, for, if my memory serves me. And we're like, this is like fantastic. So I'm with you. If they take this away, this is a, this is bad a on cheap them. perk too, Curtis. Yeah. Like, I think that there's not a lot of money involved in it. Exactly. And if it's selling contracts, it pays for itself. That's why I just don't think it goes. If anymore. your customer loves it, why would you take it away? Unless they found, like you said, they had did something with that whole pyramid or something, but I think they would move it somewhere. I'm going to be honest with you. I, again, I think it's yeah. as Curtis is saying, it's just, it's, it's so cheap for the benefit and the fanciness of it. Like, Oh, look, come up with us to the lounge. Like, you know, it yeah. sells itself. It's well, such a great thing to get to out of the heat. Yeah. 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 I had, well, so I had a grand geeking gathering. I called it in February and I brought a bunch of, you know, listeners were down there for my event and, we were just coming through. Everyone went on the figment ride and I said, Hey, any, everybody, I should have had this planned ahead of time. Cause I had a bunch of DVC people with me too. I could have brought, I could have filled the whole place, put it that way. And I brought a couple of listeners up that had never been in there. And they were like, this is <laughs> right. It's like a secret place for I don't yeah. know, poor yeah. people. <laughs> you do feel fancy up there, right? Yeah, like <laughs> it's magic. It's a different kind of magic, right? Well, and the views you get up there are amazing too. Like just the whole, like the place in general is great. But I, I agree with Damon, and I, I don't think they can take it away at this point, right? So uh, the only reason I think it's year to year, maybe there's something in the however they like pay Disney for this, you know, like because obviously there's they they have to have like I don't know if it's a contract necessarily, but they're paying rent in the space, you know, co- sort yeah. of technically, right? So that maybe it's just a year to year deal. You know, with that, and maybe if even, it moves, or like yeah. Trevor says, if it's down for a year, 
like, you know, whatever the case may be, they're not behooving to, you know, yeah. yeah. If they're well, booking, they're like booking the of, DVC trips too, you know, like the, B, yeah, the, yeah. the, what do you call it? Go the previews. They're booking that there too. Well, that's the other thing too, right? They use it as a sales tool, right? Yep. So like they're, they're, they got all those books up there. They got the iPads and they're using it to try to sell you more contracts, right? Yep. So I, you know, I, I look at it though too, like top of the world is really year to year too. If you, if you look at it every year, like it, it, there's a date on the top of the world website. Of, you know, of when, when this ends and then every yep. year it gets changed over, right? So all these things can, you know, and end up being year to year. But I, I think if anything, I, I think they never get rid of it. I think if anything, we end up with more lounges at other parks. That's, that's where I think. <sighs> right. I, you know? yeah, I don't know if that happens, but well, so I think it's more like we, we get more lounges than lose the, lose the lounge. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and now that now that you guys are talking about it, I'm thinking about it. Like there is, or I don't even know if it's still there anymore. But there's the lounge at Wilderness Lodge or the Copper Creek Lounge. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it's called now anymore. Which kind of speaks to how like it it didn't really take off. Oh, you're talking about that space that they built that they were trying like a million different things with. Yeah, Yeah. food. Why can't I think of the name of it? Yeah, 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 the Super Bowl party there, the painting there. So it's kind of the same thing, you know. For for as little traffic as that was doing, you know, you're 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 right, Damon. I I don't think it's going the 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 Epcot Lounge is going away anytime soon because it's way more popular than the one at Copper Creek. And I so, think that's because it's in a park, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think that's going to be part of it is, you know, you know, Disney is definitely paying attention to what's working and what's not working. Okay. So, so, so yeah. check this out. What if there was one in Star Wars? Like, I feel like there, there's oh, an area. Could you imagine that? That'd be cool. <laughs> nice, nice call there. <laughs> yeah. And you can imagine commodity. there's space there somewhere. Oh, Yeah. Well, remember they were going to build that. They were going to build that table service restaurant that was like uh, that was going to be like a nightclub kind of thing. And uh, yeah. they, I mean, I'm sure that space exists somewhere, even though they never ended up mm. doing it. So I'm sure like that they could put something somewhere. That would sell a lot of contracts. That, it would yeah. sell a that, lot there, of contracts. There would be blue card only. Oh man, you would sell contracts. So much white card hate over here. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> but no. Well, listen, the the lounge anyway is a blue card benefit. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so this next question is interesting. Well, I, I don't have tattoos. I, I love this idea. So Bobby asked, and, and Bobby's Bobby's kind of a one of those newcomers that has been uh, very vocal, and we love that. Yeah. So he said, okay, so Disney has all these amazing, amazing artists. Should they have a only DV? Should they have okay a, D- a Disney tattoo shop in Disney World? Just the only Disney though. I think they're meaning like only oh, Disney, Disney tattoos. That's yeah, I think Disney Bobby's only vulnerable. tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. I, I think that would be great. I don't think you have it in the park. I feel like that's a Disney Springs kind Disney of Springs, yeah. 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 But I say that would be absolutely great. And like I said, I don't have a tattoo, but I think that's, that's such a good idea. They would be so expensive, though. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, it would be absurdly expensive, <laughs> yeah. Now, now, booked for like a year and a half out. I think it would be. And, and here's the other question. You know, you know tattoos, I, I mean, just like, you know any artist, you know, there's a lot of freedom there to do what you want. Mm-hmm. And I guess I feel like there would be a lot of limitations on what you could and couldn't get as a tattoo. If you were sure. getting a Disney tattoo, mm-hmm. I would agree. Well, that's a good point. It would I- Disney have problems with doing things with certain characters, you know, as opposed to if you did it at like a local, you know, tattoo. Yeah. 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 That might so, be, that might be tough. So maybe what you do is it's at Disney Springs and it's not owned by Disney, but it's kind of like, 
Disney, but not. Like, would Disney so, even allow yeah. that? <laughs> I don't know. I, again, you know what it might be is that there's a book. Here's your book. You can get any combination of any of these things together. It would be like that T-shirt shop I talked about, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't talk about that yet. We talk about that next time. I thought, oh, Darn. yeah, sorry, yeah no right? we that. recorded it. But anyway, you'll, you'll hear me talk about this next episode. But Future Damon coming in. <laughs> I totally, yeah, I got to I think it would have to be something like yeah. that, where it's a huge book, and that's what you get. And you can, like, add your name to it, but, yeah. Then, then it feels, I, I don't know if you've ever gone to Dairy Queen and ordered an ice cream cake, but it kind of feels like that, where it's <laughs> like, you don't, you, yeah. you, you can't do, like, everything you want to do. There's, like, very limited things you can do with it. I, I don't know how, how to protect the IP. That. You can't yeah. have, you know, an Ariel tattoo that doesn't adhere to the Ariel standards, right? Yeah. Like that, that would make, that would be the toughest part of this. I think I don't, I don't think Disney <laughs> would put their stamp of approval on, uh, on, on that, you know? Yeah. I'm All not right. a tattoo guy either, but it is an interesting idea. It is an interesting idea. Sorry. So Jody asks, what's your ideal no park day in Walt Disney world? Man, I don't know. I think we talked about this a lot. Mine's just Disney Springs. I'm going to try foot golf because that's cool. Um, we've done mini golf. I'm not Man, trying to. That foot golf thing for the last episode has been like such a thing. I feel like in the group, everyone we, just We've gotten foot people golf. to try it. Yeah. I don't think I'd play golf because I don't love golf as much. Um, resort hopping to find the best cupcake, though, sounds interesting, but a lot of effort. Um, horse, but I don't like horses. I'm sorry. Um, well, I mean, should you read all the options she gave here? Uh, no, just pick what you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, uh, pool or Disney Springs, maybe some foot golf or mini golf. Because she didn't even list foot golf. So. No, she didn't list put foot golf. I, I, I'm going resort pool day slash Disney Springs, maybe even resort hopping a little bit. Yeah, I love Disney Springs. You guys like what they did down there? I mean, I I spent a time. My daughter, I do. Yeah, yeah, I just there are just so many things to do down there. I definitely would include that. I'll tell you something that was mentioned in my group, which is a Skyliner crawl instead of monorail crawl. Oh yeah, that is on my to do mm-hmm. list. Oh, not after that last Skyliner crashing up. Again. I don't, <laughs> don't know. Worry about that. It'll be <laughs> it much like, better if you have a few drinks and- on you. And the yeah, monorail has so. doors that fall off. So yeah, the mon- remember when the doors were falling <laughs> off to the monorail a year or two ago? Yeah, no one cares about that. Uh, I, I don't care about the Skyliner thing. That was like non-news to me. It was like, oh, they bumped into each other again. It was down for an hour. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, I felt I that they ran really well last time I was there. But yeah, like I said the people we travel with regularly, like she is, she has not been on the Skyliner. I don't think. Yeah, Maybe she was see. once, but like she wasn't about it. Man, the Skyliner is my new favorite transportation method. I, I don't I care how many times it, they crash. They could crash every day and I'd still take it. <laughs> we had a friend yeah. staying at the beach club on the February trip, and she invited us over for an afternoon of crackers and like charcuterie board and drinks by the beach club pool. I'll tell you, okay. that spot right there, yeah, that's like my favorite spot in all of Disney World, sitting at the pool there. Nice. So, yeah, the boardwalk area. So I would do a Skyliner crawl. I will be at Boardwalk in a few days, Curtis. I, I'm I'm leaving for my trip on uh, this coming Wednesday, and I'm staying at Boardwalk. So <laughs> very nice. Yeah. How uh, many nights? Uh, it's it's not a long trip. It's a, it's kind of like just like a long weekend. We'll be there Wednesday night through well Wednesday to Sunday, basically. Well, my invite goes out to you too, Tom. If you want to do a trip report, let me know. All right, on, sounds on good. My show. 
All right. Uh, listen, I'm always up for doing other shows. We, so. <laughs> we, me and Trevor usually don't go on other shows. Tom does. That's he's kind you of guys, like we, we throw him to the. He's wolves. your ambassador. You guys can, <laughs> you yeah. guys oh, can go on other shows. Sure, if you want. ambassador. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, sure. I just get invited and I say yes. I mean, I'm sure you guys are invited all the time too. I just so. say no all the time. <laughs> you gotta talk food though, Tom. Like That's- <laughs> incessantly. For now, I will always talk food. I, I'm all about food. We have no <laughs> dining reservations on our Epcot day because we're just going to eat around the food, uh, not food and wine, uh, flower and garden. Yep. So, <laughs> good idea. Um, yeah, Damon, I put your group question in. Why? Because I liked it. We don't oh, have to answer okay. if Where's you don't want favorite? to. I liked it as a question. Where's your favorite picture spot at Disney? I um, it. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, my favorite picture that we've ever had was at. It was at Epcot during Christmas, after the fountain, before the worlds, right? Like, that. that's my favorite picture, but I don't know if that's my favorite picture spot. I don't know. What's yours, I guess, Tom? I guess, you know, you put this in because you had something to say, so. I, I really didn't, actually. I just thought it was a good question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't, I don't necessarily have a favorite picture spot. I, I actually really like, uh, I mean, I think in general, like the pictures on in the middle of Main Street, you know, with the castle in the background, probably ones that one that we always get. Yeah, I would say that's, that's the that's yeah, awesome. the weenies. We call them the weenies, right? Those yeah, are yeah. those are great. I I'll t- you know what was great is the the pictures where you can goof off and stuff. I like where they have these places that have a background like Disney Springs has I think Yeah, we did that. Is it annual pass only holders maybe? No. Okay. Oh, wait, you- they, they may have a special one for annual pass holders. Yeah. yeah. I think anyone can go do it, but they have a special one, like a special background for you guys. That's right. And well, and they also, yeah, there was, you had that photo pass. It was a photo pass place. But yep. I like those. I like during the Festival of the Arts, putting your face in the art pictures. I love mm. doing those fun things mm. like that. Yeah. Those are cool. I, I, or any of the magic shots. I, they, Disney has done oh. so much. You know, the other thing they've been doing lately is the Zooms. The 360s. The Zooms. The 360s yeah. are good, too. Yeah. The Zooms yeah. that they're doing like at the Star Wars are fantastic. The, the thing with the magic shots is, like, what are you doing with them, though? Like, I'm not printing them out and using them. Like, I don't know. That's the only thing I have the magic shots. I'm kind of, like, anti-magic shot. Your Facebook posts. They're just fun. Dude. You yeah. don't have to do anything with them. <laughs> yeah, you kind of do though. Like no, I, I listen. I've got some magic shots on my wall in this house. Like there's yeah. there's a couple I of just, really awkward, funny magic shots that we have up on the wall. I wouldn't do that personally. I mean, for me, like I'm trying to use these photo passes as like the professional photographer. I'm trying to get my family portrait in at one of these places, right? Like, <laughs> Instead of going to Macy's and doing the green screen. That's, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Trevor, do you have one? Um, I mean, yeah, the Zoom has always been the big one for me. Like, I I really liked that one. We did it on our last trip. But, yeah, I can't think of any, like, specific spot where I'm like, we have to go here and take a picture. I mean, there's so many spots. There's just so many. Yeah. There's stuff to choose one. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the great (laughs) technologies they did was the the pictures in the rides, and they just show up on your Magic Band. I was there the weekend, I think they started that. And my wife told me about it. And I was like, there's no, no way. So you're nervous because you've been so used to doing it the old way. And I'm walking off Tower of Terror or something, which I've got some shots from that that are just hysterical. And, and he goes, no, it's, you're all set. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, sure enough, like yeah. 10 minutes later, it's on your phone. I'm like, that's amazing. That was like early on, Curtis, when I, when, um, 
uh gosh what is the the beauty and the beast restaurant why am i blanking on the name of be our guest opened and they had the thing where you'd order ahead of time and then you just go find a table and then they would just show up at your table with the food <laughs> it, at the time it was such a like a just like a it was it, in hindsight it's not that amazing but at the time it was like this is really cool yeah. like i didn't tell them where i was sitting they just showed up and the rose you know. what, did you have to have the rose the magic rose well you either had the rose your magic you, band because that was early Magic Band days, so not everybody yeah. had Magic Bands. So if you didn't have Magic Bands, it, you did the Bros. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I love the technology. They, they've done some amazing things with that. So yeah, definitely. I put Kelsey's question in here. I don't know if you guys want to answer this or not. I, I mean, I'm going to have to answer it. I guess I don't think you guys can answer it. Can you? No, not so, a big <laughs> universal person. No. All so. right. How would I go about? Sp- and this is from Kelsey. How would I go about splitting time up between all the parks in Universal in about a week? If it's longer, I'll edit this. All right. Anyway, I, I think I answered this in the group. I mean, if you have a week, you're pretty much just doing one day at each park. I mean, Universal is definitely two days. Um, and I'd say a day in each park. And I kind of think you're done if you're there for a week. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really want three days so you could catch up on anything you missed or do with doubles. But two would be yeah, sufficient. I- yeah, and the thing is, like, even at two days, I mean, it's possible that you're missing stuff at Universal for sure. Yep, you would. Um, unless you're staying there. My my big thing was, Curtis, I said, look, if I was going to do this, I would stay there to get those Universal Fast Passes. Because it costs almost as much as getting those Fast Passes themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that makes I'm a big a- Royal Pacific fan. So, I, I love that place. That's a game changer if you, if you yeah, you got to have the equivalent Fast yeah, Pass there. And then I think you could definitely do two days for sure. So I guess it depends how, like, again, when she expects to go back to Universal. The thing is, again, it's a Disney show. I get it. But I like Universal an awful lot. I think that people pass it by too often. And I would kind of, if I'm going to only be in Florida, you know, once every X amount of years, like, I would make that Universal trip as big of a deal as I would for Disney, just because if you're not going that often. That's why I say you can do the two days, but it's got to be those tickets Actually, I like SeaWorld a lot, too. So, you know, there's other things there as well. But I, I would say that expand. would be my I mean, you know, yeah, I don't like this argument between the two. Like, I'm a Disney World you can do both. show, too. Why, why be prejudiced towards <laughs> one or the other? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think most of my audience would tell you, yeah, Disney's got this extra something, whether it's service or that feeling that they have in the bubble. There's, there's no doubt Disney – does better, mm-hmm. but there's. So, I mean, people love Harry Potter. That was a game changer for them. Yeah, you know, the, the, the rides dropped the ball. For adults there. are better at Universal, and yep. for older kids, like I would say, my yep. teenagers are, are more about that. But you know what? For for those with motion sickness, <laughs> Universal's a tough deal. Jimmy Neutron was brutal. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron was brutal. Like heavy on the Dramamine. Yeah, that was one of those rides. It was the only ride that I really was like, yo, I'm. I'm hurt. Like, I'm hurt from that, right? But we went at the end when it was, like, switching over, and it, it wasn't synced up right, and, like, people were coming out green. Like, it was it was a tough day. Travel agents get it. They got a pretty good deal there, too, for travel agents. So I would uh, – I never stop. <laughs> we, book tri- we book universal trips, too. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I added a section in here based on Dan's comment called "Let's talk about food with Curtis." So, <laughs> thank you. Whole, yeah, this, you guys, listen, right? we like talking about food too. We talk about food a lot. We love food, so yep. <laughs> we're all about food? our food. So, I listed Who's a couple questions on here. 
Yep. Food is an attraction. Exactly right. Yep. We totally agree with that. Uh, so what's your favorite restaurant? You can do favorite restaurant in each park or you can do favorite restaurant overall. It's up to you. So I always, I've got this as a podcaster. I think it's important to have stake the claim. So you guys can go with this. It's kind of fun with your listeners too, to see how they react to what your favorites are, to see what others are. So my top three, I'll, I'll start with number three, which is beaches and cream. Wow. And the, and the reason I, it's funny, the audience loves beaches and cream too. I kind of put it there because I'm, I want to do a little bit of, a little bit of everything and beaches and cream. I love ice cream. I love the spot. I love like a Reuben. And, and so I love the atmosphere there. I love beaches and cream. So that's my number three. Number two is Boma. I, I love the buffets though too. So I like when I go, I, the thing I love the quantity and quality that the buffets give and the character meals, all that. I'm all about those. So Boma just has so many different flavors and I love the soups and I love the animal kingdom lodge. So a lot of people might not even know about Boma because it's out in the, out in the animal kingdom, but yeah, you know, unfortunately it's closed right now. And then my number one is Ohana. Nice. I've always, that one gets a lot of, I think if you look at top 100s and a lot of audience members love Ohana. So oh, I, yeah. I love barbecue. I, I'm kind of a, I love cooking outside. So that open fire pit with meats and skewers, I thought that was really cool when I first went there. Polynesian is my favorite resort. It's yeah. got. That's yeah. your favorite resort too. So you're you're in good company here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it's just it's got everything that I enjoy. It's got a fun, relaxed. I love the atmosphere of the Polynesian. I always get great servers there. There's a particular guy there that I seen, and I love the lounge. I love going into Tambu Lounge, having a drink and relaxing. It it's got all checks off everything for me. I can eat as much as I want. I love those pot stickers and the chicken wings and all that. So the even the bread there, the bread. <laughs> the bread pudding, everything is just yeah. so the vegetables, the grilled vegetables, everything. So that Ohana is definitely my number one. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I, I almost kind of forgot about Ohana because it's it's been so long since I've been there. But I, I love Ohana too. Ohana is a great restaurant. I, I I think that's at the top of a lot of people's lists for sure. So how did I do? Uh, I think you did well. I, I think it's, I think it's a good list. It's it's a different list. Uh, you know, I, I it's I, I like it though. That's so. What, what, Go ahead, sorry. My signature flying fish has always been my number one signature restaurant. Okay. And the service I found the service there to be just it was so funny. I had a guy at work that he would go over once in a while and he says, Yeah, we love going to flying fish. And I had been on that boardwalk so many times between the conferences and I've never I always skipped it. And I said, What does this guy know about I've been I got a podcast on Disney World. I don't know anything about flying and I went there with my wife and Oh my gosh, I, the meal was just fantastic. The servers were the best on property, and I love the boardwalk. So Flying Fish has been big on me, although we had such a debacle the last time I was there. I didn't go into it, but it was funny how sometimes the restaurants can screw up, even your favorites. I think California Grill would be right up there, too. California Grill is one of my favorites. I don't. I don't think any restaurant at Disney can be California Grill for well, may, maybe maybe Topolino's, who which I've not been to yet. But like the yep. just the view, you know, the yes. that that whole ambiance of the of the uh, the views outside that you can you know where you can sit by the window and really see a lot, you know, have a really great view. I think it may be, and someone will probably come up with one that's better. But I think California Grill probably has the best view of all the Disney restaurants. So I'm gonna, yeah, gonna throw it out there. T- 
Topolino. I haven't gone, but my audience is loving Topolino. I have a, I have an episode 400 coming out and I asked this question about restaurants. I have a round table of like 15 people and Topolino comes up a lot. So that was, yeah, good, good, uh, good one to try if you haven't yet. Yeah, I, I have. I've wanted to stop by Riviera really badly, and to go to Topolino is just. But to also stop by, you know, stop by Riviera because I haven't seen Riviera yet either. So I, uh, I stopped what, in there for the quick service just to have a okay. Italian sandwich. That's a great idea if you want to do it on the cheap and just check out the property. Take nice. the Skyliner over and go over to the little quick service. It's got a fancy name, but it's 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 really good too. Well, yeah. that being said, so what's your what's your go to Disney snack? Oh my gosh. That's you tough, know, right? So you can do top it, three if you want. I'm not going to make you choose one. I should, you know, here I just said I was so good at this, and, the, and I'm looking at the snacks. Going, there's a lot. I always talk about the cinnamon rolls. So okay, nice. the colossal Mickey cinnamon roll over at the Animal Kingdom. That is, Kustaf nice. is it Kustafari? There's a little bakery that is just outside of the Safari. This thing is it's huge. I mean, it's just so fantastic. That's probably my favorite cinnamon rolls. But we always joke about cinnamon rolls on property. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I uh, ice cream is a big thing. So like a Mickey pants Sunday, I got one sitting on my desk here. <laughs> or the uh, No Way Jose at the uh, yeah the one at Beaches and Cream. I was just saying that's a huge one. Do you go Do you go Dole Whip or uh, Orange Swirl? <laughs> I am. Yeah, we love that. I love that controversy. Uh, don't you? This is, I'm trying to bring up a. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm in the citrus swirl camp. I mean, uh, I am too. I, I'm in the same camp. I'm not a big Dole Whip fan. That's oh, funny. We're, we're killing we're Trevor over here. No, you can't. You just can't. Okay, we're <laughs> no, not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I discovered the the. Citrus swirl float. I never had the floats before. Gosh, those are fantastic. I, I'm uh, going to have to have one of those. That sounds delicious. <laughs> I know. I never did the float before. Like, where have you been all my life? Except for the hole in the middle. The, the float's good with the hole because the, the soda goes inside that and it makes it okay with the hole. The hole yeah. whip, as they call it, I guess. There you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. Yeah. What about favorite quick service? What do you got for favorite quick service? <sighs> quick service. I'll go with kind of, I guess, park-wise or there's a bunch of favorite quick service. We always, we always talk about the Columbia Harbor house and yeah. the lobster roll. I was always, I was so intrigued that they introduced a lobster roll at Disney world because I'm from Connecticut and new England. We've got some amazing lobster in my area. I heard, I heard New Jersey from you guys. Damon and I are from New Jersey. Trevor's in Canada. <laughs> okay. So, so when I ever heard they had, I was like lobster in Florida. I don't know about this, but and it's been a controversy on our, on our show because Disney, why do they change things? It drives me nuts. Like one day you'll go and you're like, this is fantastic. And then our last trip, they Columbia Harbor House is closed. So they had it over at the Tomorrowland Terrace and it was absolutely atrocious. So, but that's Columbia Harbor House is probably one of my favorites there in Magic Kingdom. It's interesting you say that because the last time, my last trip, we actually ate there for lunch one day and a couple people got the lobster roll and really liked it. And I got a chicken pot pie there that was actually fantastic. Mm, it was really some, good. Yeah. I got, I got some other good things. So, yes, speaking of quick service, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Hollywood Studios was always atrocious for quick service and they have really done a yeah. nice job. And I had someone on my show, this one we were just recording, mention this as one of her favorites, which is ABC Commissary. Like, yeah, I'm like, let's give them credit. They have really upped their game. They're changing their menu. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, I had ribs there um, a year ago. Wow. And they had um, a pot roast, too, on their menu. I was like, I always love having a pot roast on a quick service. So I was like, wow, they're doing all right. And then this past trip, I had shrimp tacos. And it was fantastic. Except for I dropped one on, I dropped one on the floor. That was horrible, but that was, <laughs> that was all on me. But the sauce on there was fantastic. I'm like, thank God that ABC, you know, you're not just getting a burger somewhere. And so I was really, so check out, if you haven't checked out ABC commissary in a while, definitely go back and check that. The, uh, yes. And then animal kingdom. I've got two favorites there with the, the barbecue flame tree. Yeah. Flame, flame tree. tree. My yeah. favorite. Yeah. That was the classic one because I love barbecue and my gosh, the ribs. I'm a big guy. I'm too, I go 260 guys and that place <laughs> packs, you know, I'm full when I walk out of there. They, oh, yeah. they, and they got a great barbecue sauce that goes with the ribs too. So I love ribs. I'm getting hungry. I need anything today. <laughs> <laughs> I always give a disclaimer too, on my actually. show please eat or go grocery shopping before going, coming on to my show or what. And then uh, Satuli Canteen is a big hit with everybody. Yeah. Right, that's just got so many great things. What did I miss? Epcot, Epcot. I am so. I, I talked about the barbecue. Remember at the Flower and Garden, they always had that big barbecue out there, and they did barbecue at the American Pavilion. Yes. Yeah, I right? heard the new barbecue place at the American Pavilion is awesome. But. I mean, I had the T-shirts. Like my daughter was doing the college program, she bought me like everything from that from that uh, Flower and Garden barbecue place. It's like. Why do they have a McDonald's at like the American Pavilion when they have this beautiful barbecue set up during this festival? I talked about that forever and ever and ever. And when they ever announced the Regal Eagle, I was so excited. So that's got to be my favorite now. I also, I, I always talk about the frozen lime margaritas over at the, Mar- the Mexican Pavilion. I love their food. And I'm surprised, but I do love the, the Moroccan. I tried the Moroccan and they've got some great things there too. So Nice. There's a bunch, and then if I I gotta give you one more, which is the Geyser Point over at the oh yeah Geyser Point at Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, I've wanted to check that place out. I've heard a lot of great things, and I, it looks like a really nice like view and kind of exactly. ambiance in that place. Get out of the Magic Kingdom for an afternoon, three o'clock over there, and have the the Bison Burger, and you'll be happy. Three Bridges Road is the other one at Coronado Springs. So that yeah, big fan of the quick service. Nice. Yeah. So we should probably keep going because we're, we're <laughs> but that was a good food talk. I think uh, unless, unless you have a hidden gem you want to share just one hidden gem for food. Yeah. One that no one talks about, but you, oh. it's like one of your favorites. Well, that's hard. Cause we talk about all the hidden gems on my show. So it's yeah, hard to say that's a tough one. It's tough which one, but, but I think if a listener's listening, they don't know, I'll give you two. One would be the grand Floridian cafe. They've got so many restaurants over there, but that is really popular with people and especially for breakfast. And uh, also for, for dinner, Olivia's is outstanding at the old QS. Maybe your DVC audience knows that, but Olivia's, if you're staying at, yeah, old Key West, go to Olivia's. I had it for breakfast one time, but I've never done dinner. So there you go. All right, let's go ahead and do our ad really quick. And then we'll talk about the people mover. Our ad this week is for DVC Rental Store. The DVC Rental Store, a world of DVC company, offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. 
DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. And of course, when you contact them, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. My parents waited too long for our November trip. There was nothing left. Oh, really? They, like, they wanted a to rental yeah. store. So oh. yeah. So again, because we're going over Thanksgiving, I can tell you though, looking at the difference in price between the rental store and cash, dude, it's, it's a huge. lot of money. It's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of money. But they just waited too long, and then they only had parcels. And then the problem was is that they could still get a one bedroom, but a one bedroom is still more money than a studio cash. Not by much, though, but um, so we're unfortunately not going to go that route. But I blame well, I mean, them. They, they waited they, I mean, long. they add new listings all the time, though, right? I mean, they could. Yeah, Thanksgiving, them. though, is kind of tough, man. It's a tough time, yeah. Yeah, it's a dice roll for sure. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's talk really quickly here. We talked about People Mover briefly. People Mover's opening back up. As we're talking, it should be open now. So I'm excited. I said I was, I was hoping that it was going to open early for my trip. And lo and behold, it did. So there we go. I'm very excited about this. I know I don't know if anybody else is, but I know I am. <laughs> I know the true internet's Disney, excited. True Disney geeks are excited for this. They'll, they'll say, "Thank you, they'll, Curtis." They'll they say this all the time about the People Mover. I've had people say that's their favorite attraction in Magic Kingdom. So I, it's I don't there. know why it was closed so long. Do you have any clue? I mean, this has been. Crazy. We think they were manufacturing parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because okay. it's so old they can't buy them. They might have had to make new motors or something. I, I read something that Disney came out and said that they was taking them a long time because it's so old. And and I also read that they redid the ride system too. That like they redid the control systems because they had that problem for a little while where they were bumping into each other. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and what, somebody though, sued them. So Tom, you know, what you got to find out for me is will when it opens the line's going to be long. But we found in the last couple of years. Every time we went over there, the line was like humongous. Now it's COVID and stuff, so it's kind of difficult to to judge now. But I was shocked because that is one of those attractions where it's a constantly moving line. It, it, yeah. Even if it is long, it should. But I've yeah, maybe the maybe they fixed problems or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think part of it was that they I think they had to figure out how to get it to stop from bumping into each other. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I think that was part of it since they did get sued fairly recently for that. Uh, uh, yeah, so. And those control systems were pretty old, so I, I think that was part of it too. But you know, I, I also think they probably did like no work on it while the parks were closed. So I don't know, but it is weird that it's been closed for so long. But it seems like they were testing it for like a long time and just still kept, had to keep delaying it. So obviously something was wrong. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they'd rather have it open than not open. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think you guys realize how scary the prospect is of the people mover being permanently closed oh, as a you, disneyland guy yeah I know. yeah you, you you don't know what that feels like when you go there and see the ride and know that you're just never going to get on it again <laughs> yeah uh, i, I got you yeah. so yeah i know it's, it's good that it's open and it's good that they they fixed whatever it is but yeah definitely it was a little bit concerning there for a while that uh you know like, like you said curtis you know this is this is people's favorite ride in tomorrowland and what if the people mover went around the whole Magic Kingdom? Oh, oh gosh. That'd be awesome. I mean, the yeah, train. They, they could have expanded right? it in the, but, in the time that took them to fix it. Yeah. I mean, the, the train does right. a loop. The people mover has like that cool, like, it, it just 
changes directions. And well, yeah, with the that. train, you're not yeah. really like people watching as yeah. well either. Well, because you're like going past like set pieces and through a tunnel, yeah. and you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, the, t- the 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 people mover is ultimate people watching, right? I'll tell you the thing that annoys me is when I'm waving to the guys coming towards me and they don't wave back. That always annoys me. It's so, <laughs> so rude. It's got to wave. You got to come wave. on. Yeah. Wave like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you're never, never going to see those people again. So you might as well I wave. Know, just right? act stupid. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're you don't Disney. have to be so cool on the people mover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm excited it's coming. I, I am so psyched. And I, you know, honestly, I think my wife and I would probably wait for an hour for it at this point because we just, it's been so long and it's been closed for so long and we haven't been to the parks in, you know, a while. So I, I think we would wait for quite a while for this, but I, I, I'm assuming for the next couple of days, at least it's going to have a very long line. <laughs> so, uh, well, have you a lot seen the COVID know. lines yet? <laughs> well, I know I, I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures because they, because they're spacing everybody out. So the lines look super extra long, right? So well, let me tell you something. If you, yeah, I had some people tell me that the lines were long and gave me some examples, and I was like, okay, whatever. To see it for yourself is shocking, but it does move along. The reason I say that is because you're amazed at how long it actually moved compared to where you started. Yeah, it's it's definitely a perception thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. For sure. Sure. All right, Damon. You want to do our big announcement since you were the uh, impetus for this. Uh, you want to you want to do of our course, of yeah. course. So people, <laughs> so people were right though. Again, I was surprised at how many people kind of guessed this. So Curtis, way back in, in the beginning of the show, we were talking about something. I don't even know what it was, and I had made the kind of the suggestion that there should be a haunted river country. They should take what river country was, make it a haunted river country. You could have either a theme park there, or let's just say a DVC hotel, maybe something along those lines. And um, pulling some connections, I was able to get somebody at one of the, I guess, the biggest comic studio, right? Yeah, I guess. We weren't revealing that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, anyway, somebody, I'm not allowed to talk about who, at one of the biggest comic studios, which I won't mention which one it is, um, to do a panel, which is going to be Haunted River Country. Uh, Tom, myself, and Trevor will be in this mystical Haunted River Country land, and it will be a print that we will put on shirts. And I'm super excited. Yeah, we're we're all very excited. We're very excited to see the picture and how yeah. it comes out for sure. Yeah. So I think on Monday that this comes out, we should get our first sketches. I think I'm hopeful. And we're going to be haunted. Man- we're going to be the haunted mansion hitchhiking ghosts, right? So that's something along those <laughs> something lines. Yes, in that same, in vein. that style, in that, yeah. in that style. <laughs> so a t-shirt on a mystical place in Disney yeah. World, a place haunted that River exist, Country. That's creative. Yeah, yeah. creative. Curtis, this is a this is a running joke that's been. I mean, this was years ago. I think that I don't even know what like. So, so Curtis, the thing is, is that you know Tom says he's been to River Country. I don't believe them. A lot of people haven't been to River Country. I say I don't. I don't (laughs) believe that I've been there. My parents have pictures of being at River Country. So I'm a River Country snob. So it just it came up some point, and I was like, wow, haunted River Country would be like super cool. You you know what? I still I stand by loves haunted mansion and loves everything Halloween. So. Yeah. This is a. I love your idea. Yeah. Okay. Stand Damon, by. I've so, never claimed to go to River Country. I'm telling you, my parents have told me I've gone. <laughs> I don't believe them. I'm on the other. I'm on your side. I don't believe I've been there because I have not seen a picture and I have no recollection of it. So, but you're right about the nostalgia of it, and yeah. also if you think of the the new Star Wars hotel with the theming, and there's going to be not only you're staying at the Star Wars hotel, but there's an interactive aspect to it. Yep. If you could do that with the River Country. 
And the, oh. gosh, you could get spooky. You get really yeah. spooky. And, and people love those. You guys have those like haunted mansions during Halloween that yep. like for charity or something. Those are extremely popular. We have a, a theme park. It's not that. that, that. An amusement park. I, <laughs> my tongue just slipped there. It's actually right in Bristol, Connecticut, right across from ESPN. And mm-hmm. and they do that. They've done it every year, and it's extremely popular. So, so, so I can tell you, Curtis, is that while they do that up there in the north, being from the north and then moving to the south, the ones that are in the south are at a different level. A lot more <laughs> things get to slide in the south, I will tell you. And um, we I went was, to some that were very scary. I was going to say, even going like – Florida's like – you know, my generation growing up in the 70s, it's kind, Florida's kind of still like that. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit like a, I don't think they have a seatbelt law, that kind of stuff, you know. Well, it was, it was interesting because some of the ones that I went to, like, They'll touch you, right? Like where oh, a yeah. lot of the ones up north, that does not happen. <laughs> you got to sign. You got to sign a waiver to go in, Damon. Right? Like- <laughs> I've never been to one with a waiver. I mean, I go by the ones with the big signs. But again, as as you all well know, my wife was pulled out of one because she just mentally couldn't handle it. It was that crazy. Did, Did you ever do the Damon Universal Studios one? No. So it was on my list. We were going to go pre-COVID. It was that October we were going to go, and then yeah. not. And now I'm kind of on the fence a little bit, Curtis, because. Look, there's plexiglass up, and listen, I get it because I would want to be safe too. But it's so expensive for me to yeah. not be fully yeah. scared. I'm trying to think you know? of not this time. I'm trying to think of it when this is over. Yes, yes. So, so when it's over, it's on our list of things to do for sure. Yeah, we were actually supposed to do a show meetup. Uh, yeah, it was going to be part I, of. Yeah, I don't know how it can be as scary. The person that keeps on wanting me to go keeps telling me that it's the the universal one's scary. But I was like. Look, when we were driving to this one in Carolina and you go down this four mile road where there's nothing on it just to get to the place. <laughs> no, like it's not that level. Like I know it's universal. I know there's people around the one that we went to. I was like, man, we might be the only people here. And one you of the ones we went to, they be put murdered a, in the woods. Yeah, like, they yeah. put a mask over you. Yeah. There's a purge per- portion of it and they put a mask over your head and tie it. Like there's that stuff here. It's crazy. I love this idea of doing t-shirts that resonate with your audience and i have not done that i've got a, a sketch of one that i want to do that's an mm-hmm. audience member sent to me and i've, I've it, it needs some work but i love this idea that you guys are doing and i love it's creative i, I get a little lucky and, and you know dan, dan loves me to plug my other website but i get a little lucky <laughs> since i have some ends with uh disney and nickelodeon and all that for my other website work so uh we're able to sometimes pull favors for things well, nice. we've also been talking about doing this for years, Curtis, and we, fi- yeah. we finally <laughs> got around to doing it. So, like this has been this has been talked about for quite a while. <laughs> well, I heard you talking about T Public, so I, I, yeah. when I first started my podcast, I put out a T shirt out there and had some problems with the company I use, and then I didn't touch it for a while. And then another podcaster said, "Why don't you guys have stuff out on T Public?" I'm like, I, I just kind of like you said, I kind of like put it off. And then when I finally did it, but the quality I've got, I'm really excited. And I heard you talking about the tri, was it tri blend? I think it's called. Yes. The, so I got a bunch of stuff. I just yeah. recently got my daughter four shirts from T public. Yeah. Uh, so, and the quality yeah. is top notch. My audience loves the quality of the shirts and I'm so excited. I mean, you got your, you got your name and, you know, but I'll know they're on the line a little bit. So yeah, I'm, definitely T quality has been a big hit with my audience. So, and that's, and, just, I and just that's have where my they should- shirts. That's where these should appear, and we hope yeah. that we get 8 million people ordering them. I figured yeah. that's what you're doing. I kind of just assumed that. Yep. Yeah. 
that's that's our store so yeah <laughs> all right so i hope everyone's excited for that because we are uh we're definitely excited as we're after talking about it for years now <laughs> yeah expect this to be something that is still four weeks out though so let's uh, let's set a- expectations but- but people can start, you know, keeping an eye on the store for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, well, yeah. well, of course, we'll announce it too, right? So once once it's out there. So wait, yeah. and did I did I say about my the, the wood piece? I told you I got the final, right? The the final for the wood piece. I forget if I mentioned that last show or not. I think you did. Uh, okay. You actually shared it in the Discord uh, that that we did, which I was I was yeah. a little I was surprised that you shared that. But uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so Curtis, I don't know if you know um, Ray Kinman's one of the Imagineers for. He does a lot of woodworking, hand woodworking stuff. I think he did the Winnie the Pooh, right? He did Indiana Jones signs. He did all those signs. Well, Trevor was trying to get a piece by him. A lot of people always want a piece by him, but it's like, what is it? Two, two year waiting list, yeah, I think. It's, mm. it's a long And time. it's like a $3,000 <laughs> minimum too. It's yeah, like, sure. yeah. So I had, I had reached out to him on a day. I don't know. Trevor had said something as I reached out to him and he said that sometimes he has his students do pieces because, you know, he's kind of transitioning. He's an older fellow, right? He's transitioning his love of wood carving to some students. So I uh, have a student doing a DuckTales piece for me and I got the final uh, sketch from it. So I'm super excited about that as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I just want to do a, a really quickly here. Damon had posted on our Facebook page that we were recording right now with you. And Dan wanted to say, tell him Raglan road has the best fish and chips on property. So uh-huh. he, that's what Dan wanted us to tell you, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> I, and uh, I've got a listener. His name is Kevin Curtis Allen. I'd be so glad he heard his name on this show when he listens. And he's from the UK. And he's from the Isle of Wight. And we always, everyone always loves the fish and chips at the Epcot Pavilion. And he always laughs. And what he says is it's not proper. And so oh, a proper okay. fish and chips is the full like cod, the whole fish. And so they do that at Raglan Road. So Dan, I agree. And I finally got to eat there after many longings and years of not and I do that is a big favorite of mine too. Nice. I just like the the live look in here. Like where <laughs> he's commenting live on the show. So uh so I wanted to put this on the list. We don't usually talk like we do sometimes, right? We usually we don't usually talk movies, but we do sometimes. But I had to put this in here because it's kind of parks related. So the, who who just sighed? Was that you, Me? Damon? Yeah, of course <laughs> oh, it was. Okay. Well, this is gonna be fun. Uh <laughs> so Disney's finally moving forward, maybe, with a haunted mansion movie, another haunted mansion movie. It's I gotta be say. scary, or it's it's yeah. that's the question, right? Is it gonna be scary? It's not or is it it's be not fun? gonna be scary. And that's the problem. I I guess. I mean, I, do we know it's not gonna be scary though? Because they didn't have in you know, they were uh working on one that was gonna be straight scary. I, but that you know, I, I think side, I so. think what they could do really well here is do something that's along the lines of "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" the new one, which is actually pretty good from Nickelodeon, and it would work. But it's not making money then. See, it, it, that's the big problem with this: is that how do you make money off a haunted mansion movie? And I think that's why they went that Eddie Murphy route, right, to kind of be funny, not funny, because they felt that that appeal was there. How do you make money on a haunted mansion movie? If it's scary, kids don't go. You lose kids, yeah. If it's not scary, adults don't go. And teenagers, I don't know if they're going no matter what. So, I, mm. <laughs> I mean, it's a I bad guess you project, make it a dark man. comedy, a dark comedy, right? I mean, so, so give me something you would compare it to, though. I don't know. That's 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 a tough. Right, you're right. There I was, mean, they want the kids a, to are, go, right? So, yeah. so let's just say you did an "Are You Afraid of the Dark" movie in the theaters. 
it's not making that money back. They did. It. I, I mean, those, those Goosebumps idea. movies did well, though, right? Excuse didn't, me. Didn't the Goosebumps mm-hmm. movie do well? Did they? Not well enough for a Disney movie. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I mean, I don't know how much they'd be spending on this, but I mean, I, I thought they. <laughs> well, when was the last time Disney's ever not spent a lot of money on a movie? That's a fair point too. <laughs> I just think this is a bad project. I'm sorry to say, like, I Haunted Mansion is fine. I get what they're going for. It's just not it. Like Jungle Cruise works, right? Haunted Mansion. What? Nah. What if they fit it into the larger? cinematic universe that they're building for like the parks that they're going to do like what if they it, it fits in like a but how does it know, fit then, in then it's not i don't know i'm though. saying they, they could fit it in what sorry trevor go ahead it, it, you're not doing a movie then because it, like it would be better off as you know part of whatever the adventurers society yeah they happen to go through the haunted man yeah like, like yeah i'm down with that like it could be an episode of of a a, a series but yeah, the problem is, is, I agree with you, Damon, is that, you know, they're in this weird place where, you know, people want the scary haunted mansion, but if Disney doesn't pull the trigger on it, it's not going to, it won't go. Like, like, but scary haunted mansion makes no money unless it's, yeah, like- but, but, but it's a totally different, um, it's a different audience, right? Like if they, if they yeah. don't push it to the right audience. I just yeah, think that even if you so even if you make this scary, you make it the scariest movie out there, right? Which we don't have to debate what that is because I'm scared of all movies like mm-hmm. that. But even if you made that, people would be like, "Oh, it's from Disney." Like, I'm not going to see it. It's probably not scary. So I just I don't know where it fits. That's my take. I, well, I think. Go ahead, sorry, Trevor. I was going to say I, th- I think they have to not sell it as necessarily a Disney movie if they were going to do that. Like it can't, the, the trailers yeah. have to read like a scary movie if they're going to do that. Well, it, it's kind of like the Haunted Mansion itself, right? Because the Haunted Mansion itself as an attraction kind of toes the line between scary and funny, right? Like, and it does it in a pretty well, it does it pretty well. I mean, it's, there's probably some scary elements in there for, for some people and it's, you know, for kids and stuff like that. But there's also the funny elements of it too. So I, you know, maybe a movie would have to toe that same kind of line. I think they tried, and that was the problem. It did terrible. Well, yeah. Who's funnier than Eddie Murphy in 2003? Nobody. Well, yeah, that's true. Curtis, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. We stepped on you. <laughs> yeah. I, you can't use Haunted Mansion if it's gonna if it's not going to be a whimsical kind of film. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of agreeing with you guys. I don't if, – if they say that that did not do well, I don't know that it was a great movie. Maybe that's why it didn't do well, but <laughs> – I, I'm trying to. Th- I don't think I've ever seen the actual 2003 Haunted Mansion. Mm. I remember being aware of it, lucky. but I don't think I've ever seen it. Lucky person that you. Is yeah. it even on Disney Plus? I'm assuming it's on. It's got to be on Disney Plus. Right? I don't know. It's, I, it I don't wasn't think like you go the, to ever watch it twice. Yeah, it wasn't like the attraction though. Is I don't know. The p- pirates always seem to be. I don't know. They, they had well, that great character. Though. See, they had the great character of Captain. They, yeah. they yeah. do, and you can make that appeal to everybody. Because it's adventure. Yeah. 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 Pirates gets off easier with you, you can transition between the 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 funny moments and the adventure easier than you can transition between, you know, scary haunted mansion stuff and lighthearted. And you know, I, I was thinking about this with with the haunted mansion or the two thousand three movie. It's like, you know, there there's some there's a couple of spots later in in the movie where like where the where they go into the crypt and stuff like that. And it's like, if that was part of a different movie, 
I probably would have liked it better, but because of how the overall mm. tone of the movie was, it yeah. didn't, it didn't hit like, like it, that it was, it was a reasonably good scene and like they had some good scenes in there, but the overall flow of the movie just wasn't there. And, and like you said, you know, I know, I know Eddie Murphy is a good actor and everything, but that was not <laughs> the right, you know, he's, not he a good vehicle. Yeah. His movie, yeah, he bomb does a bomb a lot. He does. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it just, it was not the right, um, it wasn't the right vibe for the movie and it wasn't the right choice for, like, I'll give like, you an example. I, yeah. Like, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. That, that movie, that movie has got a cult following and it's probably because of the guy who, what's his name that played the Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. So I think it's gotta be whimsical and kooky like that. And then but, and be but a I good think, movie. But think about it. So think about Beetlejuice back then. That's still scaring the crap out of most kids. Yeah. It had some dark so that, moments. It, it that, did. Right? Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, talking about suicide at some point. So then who's that audience? And I think that's where the failure is for a haunted mansion is that you're going to have, first of all, people will be mad. You're going to have families mad that they brought their kid. Right. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, you probably like uh like it's and did tough to be above, make money? Mad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It's tough. I mean, it's definitely a great film, right? Culturally rev- relevant, excuse me, relevant. <laughs> and uh, you know, but did it make money? Cuz Disney can't be putting out stuff that's not making money. They they sure. they're not, you know, very flush with cash to be doing st- sort of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Again, I, All right. I feel you know it would it would work better as part of the explorers society yep. stuff. Yeah, give me something on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm all about Disney Plus. There you go. I think I feel like you could do a haunted mansion series. I feel like you could do like that. A you could do. I feel like it would be like right? Sulphur Springs almost or WandaVision. Like you know, eight yeah. eight episodes covers off you know a bunch of lore, and there you go. Right. Yeah. Yep. There's so much in the haunted mansion. There's like so much story there. Like there's so many things you could really do with a, with a series, right? So, I want to talk about this free roaming group. Yeah, I don't know about this thing, man. Uh, so it's so funny you say that because I sent this. I sent a link of this to my sister, and she goes, "To be honest, this creeps me out." Yeah, yeah this is some Westworld <laughs> stuff. Yeah, man. yeah. I was gonna say they're like iRobot kind of. <laughs> what man, could go I wrong? loved this though. Like it was so cool. Like if you guys haven't seen this video, go and find it. It's on YouTube. It's on Disney it, Imagineering's page. It's, it's cool for certain. It's so cool. Like they basically made a real Groot that walks on two legs and even stood on one leg at one point. I also read in the article about it too. And like, it's so stable that you can like literally push it and it won't fall over. Like it's, it, they, they and, really and there in Tom lies the problem. Well, oh, yeah, going to that's why it. <laughs> it's not going to be roaming around the park. No, 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 no. There, there in lies the problem. It's going to take over the park because yeah. it can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. <laughs> it can't be stopped. <laughs> well, it only has a 45 minute battery, so it can be stopped after 40. Yeah. Minutes, until so. it starts, until it starts getting those battery chargers out of the, the, what are those things called that you can rent? The batteries. <laughs> oh, the fuel rods. <laughs> yeah. Once it starts loading up on fuel rods and then it's all over for us. <laughs> You're just thinking of the Simpsons episode at uh, what is it? Itchy and scratchy uh, yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. nah. I I think it's cool, but I'm really I'm be honest with you, I'm really not about this. I'm not about like robots taking over and you know. Could you imagine that's all about a scary movie? No, Westworld. I, like I love the, the, I love this idea. Did you guys ever do the the meet the uh meet and greet with Groot? I, I just thought that was oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm, I am Groot. But I, yeah, I love like the one I where he, the he was mini, right? Where he had like the two wires yeah. like yes. that they were doing. Yeah, that one was awesome. And I, I love the things that roam the parks. I'm all about that excitement. You know, 
I remember they had, I, I never got a chance to even see this one, but they had the, the Muppet guys in Epcot roaming around. Or oh, I yeah, used to the love Muppet the Muppet Creation can. Lab or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 Bunsen, Honeydew, yeah. and Beaker. Exactly. Yeah. And then they had the, the trash can in Magic Kingdom. I missed that. Push. Yeah. Push. Big time. Yeah. So I'm I'm all about I love these little things that show up magically and people I think the the guests love them they're they're really loving just the the parade pop ups that are showing up so yeah I think this is fan I would love to see this but well not you saying that it's not going to happen or it is going to happen uh, well no they're they're saying they don't have a use for it as of right now like but they uh-huh. they definitely want to do something with it I mean it's with this te- technology obviously they spend three years on it they want to do something with it right no. but um. But yeah, like they can, this is a platform. They can do it with any character, any small character, I guess, that they want. They can skin with, you know, whatever they want to do. But I, I just was amazed watching this thing because it just looks so real and it, it, its movements were so fluid and it walked, you know, like it was real. Next world. It's taken over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is, you know, if you read about this, this is a, actually kind of a huge achievement in the robotics world because oh, yeah. this is, yeah, I mean, bipedal robots like this are not easy to build and, and Disney goes and does it. And I mean, it's, it can completely roam by itself. They even said that they're installing a package where it'll be able to like read people's emotions and react to it, uh, autonomously, which is, that's not making me feel better about it (laughs) you guys this is cool to me i just love this is really cool i i I find it really cool (laughs) absolutely you guys are worried about the robots taking over i i just think it's cool we've seen too many of the yeah like westworld types the original (laughs) go watch the original westworld not the series on hbo series yeah yeah well, I mean, this isn't the first time they've done stuff like this, although this is the first, like, bipedal one. But, they, you know, they did, they had Lucky the Dinosaur, which I never got to see. And they mm. built that Wally fi- figure, which, like, never made it to the parks. And then there was, remember, there were supposed to be roaming droids in Star Wars, and that never yeah. happened. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe still will someday. Who knows? But I, I don't know. If you guys haven't seen this video, go check it out for yourself. It's, I think it's amazing to watch, especially when they, in the video, they show you the progression of the technology, how they built it up over three years and, and, um, you know, just the ver- various things. But I, I put a question on here. What character would you want to see use this technology? Ooh, Yoda, Nothing, right? Tough. Oh, yeah, Yoda. Yoda. It's got to be Yoda, right? <laughs> it has to be Yoda. Yeah. No, it's do you go obvious. baby Yoda or you go original Yoda? Original OG. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's even easier because you don't have the cane, so he's even more stable. So you can't you even go. push. Until he starts smacking you with yeah. it as he takes over the park, <laughs> pulls out the lightsaber next. Yeah, they probably could. They yeah. could probably program that. I mean, they have him dancing in this Ooh. video and like standing on one leg, so they could probably make it so he could hit you with the cane. Yoda with the new real lightsaber would be <laughs> insane. That <laughs> yeah, would that would be really cool. It's, yeah, yeah. Doing it. All the all the Star Wars characters are great. R2-D2, yeah. and uh, that's obvious, but... Oh, yeah. What's the 3CPO? Yeah. Yeah. Although, it seems like they can only make it small right now, like, so I don't think oh, they yeah. could, like, make be, it... Be on inside. some, like... Mini. Yeah. Mini 3CPO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, I like that you guys are just imagining an army of tiny little, you know, three-foot-tall Groots <laughs> taking over the park, so... It's <laughs> well, it makes sense in Star Wars. They have the technology in Star Wars. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I just put this on, so this phone case on here uh, of Han Solo. I'm just mad because they don't make any phone cases for Android phones, and it annoys me. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up, but also this is the worst idea for a phone case. I think. Okay, so I agree <laughs> with you on the fact that I don't want a lumpy phone case in my pocket. Right? Is that where you're going with this? Yeah, I mean, I looked at it and I was like, I don't want a lumpy phone case in my pocket, but I think it looks cool. 
No, no one. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. That, okay, let's. Yeah, it, phone case, bad idea. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> It's very Damon-like of you, Trevor. Yeah, yeah that, that was really... You're going to get a one-star review now, Trevor. Right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> this is, All right, so, so next, this is cool, though. This Imagineering this Playtest, incredible life-size Tinkerbell virtual meet-and-greet at Disney California Adventure. You, you got to watch the video. It's just... It's, it's it hard to describe really without cool. watching the video, I feel like. Yeah, it is really neat. So the only question I have is, so she's fully interactive and addressed the children by name. So like, this is somebody just like kind of behind the scenes and a projection sort of thing. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. That's way cool. Way cool. I, yeah. I, this is really neat. This is the sort of stuff that I'm looking forward to that Disney does. I this feel it's is, like uh, like turtle talk kind of thing, right? Yeah. Kind of ramped up though. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> This, I, I mean, that, that, by that technology, that's awesome that they're doing it. Yeah, that's yeah. The the area, the grotto that she's in is really well done, right? Total Disney style, which I think makes it even more um, entertaining. And, and I'd love to see a, a Mickey Mouse sort of thing with you know the new shows and stuff like that. I think there's a lot to be done here. I just wonder though, how many people you can push through? It seemed like an awful long time. And then is this all of a sudden, like, you can only do one family at a time. So that, that's my problem with this. Unless it was like Crush. <laughs> yeah. Where they did one big room and like, yeah. They did yeah, like this show. is like a yeah. grotto. So I think you're only doing one person at a time. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming when they test these things, they have capacity in mind, too. So, <laughs> but you could we should be, you know what? Again, you know, people are going to totally disagree with this. Like, do make me pay for this and I'm good. <laughs> make you pay for it yeah like as be, an extra experience an extra experience yep. make these things extra experiences for you know 20 bucks or whatever the case may be I, i'm on board with that in disney springs <laughs> yeah there you go well the, and so the description of this tinkerbell appears in her lantern then she flies around the room then she lands on a device of her own invention that allowed her voice to be amplified so guests can hear her but she was fully interactive and addressed the children by name there were projections used including writing in a book, and there were butterflies flying around the room. It just sounds very cool. Yeah, video is cool. Very, you know, very much so. Do you remember we talked about this patent for an interactive room a while ago, Tom? Oh, yeah, we did talk about that, didn't we? Yeah. I, I feel this, we we did not, like, we, we always go to, like, Star Wars for that stuff. I did not think about something like this for, well, yeah, but it, it's yeah. it's super smart. And, and oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. And to that end, you know, I, I know what you're saying, Damon, about the the uh, throughput on it. Um, I wonder if um, it might be something like uh, um, the what's it called? The the princess hall where they've got like multiple um, rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's split yeah. off so you can actually run. Yeah. Multiple multiple groups through at a time. Maybe. Yeah. But this is just a test. Right. So this is just them trying to work it out a little bit. So yeah. this isn't necessarily the final product, right? So Exactly. So yeah, you know, they they would probably design something with with the intent of yeah, getting as many people through as possible. All right. We got one more thing on this list and I put a rumor on here. We haven't done a rumor in a while, I feel like of of reckless speculation and and rumors and I, you you know, I I enjoy a good rumor here. So let's <laughs> Uh, so the Merchant of Venus page has been removed from the Disney World website. Uh, that, for those that don't know, that's the uh, shop that's in Tomorrowland. It's right next to um, 
anti-gravity next to the ice cream place right yeah yeah right next yeah. to the ice cream place in tomorrowland uh and it's been closed uh so it's been closed for a while and so now there's speculation that since it's been removed from the website and it's been closed for a while, that this is going to make room for the long-rumored Wreck-It Ralph attraction that would take over the spot, which uh, was once held by Stitch, and before that uh, by Extraterrestrial. So I, I don't know what you, what you guys think the, the best that. ride to ever exist at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy, are you, are speaking you of scaring of the children, yeah. yeah, speaking of scaring the heck out of children and unhappy families, <laughs> absolutely the best ride ever to exist at Disney, though. I'm aware of this rumor that's been going on forever that it was Wreck It Ralph, and it's amazing that they've not done anything with that space since it's been vacated. So, something's got to happen there. I, I, it's I too in the mid in the middle of things yeah, to not. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's too, too big empty. of a space too. Sorry, good. Yeah, it's just too empty, and it'd be a great. I mean, this would be a huge fun thing to do. So, I like this rumor. I I think they're they're onto something here. Well, it, it just it's weird that the the store has been closed for so long, and now to maybe have it's a, a lounge. Oh, oh. You're, you're saying another DVC lounge? Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> We can only hope, Damien. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what would you rather have? A DVC lounge or a Wreck-It Ralph attraction? Mm, Wreck-It Ralph attraction. I'd rather have a new attraction, personally. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to say DVC lounge. Depends in Magic the, Kingdom? It yeah. depends what the attraction is. Right? It's going to be a really fun attraction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going lounge. Sorry, well, guys. This rumored attraction for the longest time has been like some sort of VR uh, ride where you're, you're doing... Uh, uh, What's it called? Uh, why am I forgetting the name of the game that Wreck-It Ralph Sugar went into? Rush. Sugar Rush. Thank you. Yeah, Sugar Rush. Right. Where I, where you're supposedly going around Sugar Rush. But although Disney said in the past that they don't want to do VR, so I, I don't know if they're going to do this in a different way or if that's not what it, the ride's going to be. It could be 3D-ish, though. Yeah. yeah, they can do that 2.5D or whatever they've talked about before. I don't know. It, it should be interesting to see how this turns out. I, I'm all for more attractions, so I'm I'm all for another attraction. But the fact that we haven't seen, seen or heard anything about it means it's so far away. Yeah. Really far away, right? I mean, years. <laughs> yeah, like, are we getting another Wreck-It Ralph movie? Because if not, people are going to be like, what? Wreck-It who? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, listen, they've got stuff in the parks that are super old that people don't... Or like I mean, Ratatouille, you- I guess. Little Mermaid is a prime example of the ride showing up, like, what? Way after. 20 years after the movie came out? If it's I- a fun ride, no one's going to care that they haven't seen the true. movie. Look at Avatar. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I I haven't seen an Avatar movie all the way through, and I, well, Damon doesn't like uh, Damon doesn't like Flight of Passage, so no, Flight of Passage is stupid. <laughs> but I feel like Wreck It Ralph. I just don't know if it has that audience. That other, I, we'll see. Those are pretty popular movies. I mean, I think they're going to ride through the internet would be a lot of fun as long as they kept it <laughs> G rated. Now, now here's yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's. I don't not. want the scary stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, but but here's something. Here I, I'm going to be the voice of too nerdy and too much reason here. Wreck It Ralph doesn't take place in the future, so why is it in Tomorrowland? Oh no, wow. I, I agree with point. you completely that Wreck It Ralph fits in no way in Tomorrowland, unless yeah. they're going to rebrand Tomorrowland. If it it, there's, it doesn't fit in Tomorrowland at all, that's true. Good. But is there really any oh. time in the internet? <laughs> Some days, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a valid when, question when, when it's 3 a.m and i'm still watching youtube videos no time is not a thing 
I, I the Tomorrowland wonder, Speedway has got nothing to do with Tomorrowland. <laughs> well, neither does Monsters Inc. Right? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like most of the stuff in Tomorrowland at this point is not Tomorrowland. I feel like they need to do something different with that land or something. I don't know, but call it something else. Yeah, maybe they would do that. That'd be futuristic. Disney rides we don't know where to stick anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a good name for it. Uh, They might want to come up with something a little catchier. But rides from our movies. (laughs) Tomorrowland. We'll figure it out tomorrow. IP Land. (laughs) Although that would be an interesting. That would be fun. IP Land. Yeah, IP Land. (laughs) (laughs) Just all bathrooms and a couple rides. (laughs) Well, really, Ralph goes to Mars. Exactly. Yeah. Really, all you have right now in there that's IP is Monsters, Inc., right? Oh, Buzz Lightyear. Okay, you have Buzz Lightyear, too. I mean, I guess you can kind of go with Buzz Lightyear because it's space, right? Yep. But Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, get, it gets a bit more of a pass, even though, yeah, it's still it really a should. story. Yeah. <laughs> and Monsters, Inc. has no business being there at all. Uh, gosh. I'm just trying to think of what how, they even gonna, how they're even going to justify this if it is a Wreck-It Ralph uh, ride. Like... Well, but I don't but think again, they the think whole, that deep. It's Tomorrowland, and yeah. they'll put whatever they want. Yeah. Video games are technology, and Tomorrowland—that's that's the line they're drawing. I'm sure. You think so? Yeah, and that's all you have to do. <laughs> it's the internet. It's, yeah. it's the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they do think about this kind of stuff because I, I you know, if you watch like Imaginary Story, for example, uh, Joe Rody even talked about. It. He's like, at first, I wasn't getting how Avatar was fitting into fitting into uh animal kingdom but because then, it doesn't no it does though because the movie's it, it, about it, environmental it, conservation but it does what it's no but it does no it the message does. of the movie is the same there, there's real animals in there no animal no no kingdom no. animals but the on mes- our planet there's not no but there, there was going to be, be dragons a whole in animal kingdom originally <laughs> yeah there was yeah. going to be the, the whole fictional character section but of animal mythical kingdom, so but yeah, there's yeah. not Right, <laughs> but no. Not. But this, listen. I the the message of Animal Kingdom is about cons- confer- confirmation, conservation, and that's the that's what literally Avatar is about. So it that it fits in in that way. I mean, but you're right; it doesn't completely fit in. I mean, I still disagree. The, the problem is, I, I think is the that message was a bad, a bad pull for them. Like you, Animal Kingdom has this great theming. And then you just screw it up with some sci-fi garbage, right? That, like, that land is amazing. How can you not walk into that land and not think it's amazing? Come on. <laughs> it's re- it's really not. It's, it's what are you talking, the floating rocks and stuff? Like, you don't care about any of that? No, not particularly. It, it, and even if I did, that the whole point is, is that it just doesn't fit with what I would think. Like, that you had this <laughs> really cool zoo, really, right? Conservation zoo at the end yeah. of the day, and then you, you hose it up with this sci-fi garbage. Like, I, I like Navi River Ride. Everyone knows that. Yeah. It just doesn't... It's cool, but I don't think it fits that theme. I think Animal Kingdom could have had a... I, I like the theme that they had, and I think that kind of janked it up a little so, bit. So, to be fair, Tom, what Dame, Damon's saying the same thing I'm saying about Wreck-It Ralph and Tomorrowland. Is that yes, it, exactly. It doesn't fit I, at the end of the day. I I agree with you on on the on the face of it, but then you know would a, would the beastly kingdom have really fit in Animal Kingdom at that no. point? No, that's why no, they didn't I, do it. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> well, but they I'm didn't not do it because of would money. Agree with but... that either. <laughs> they didn't do it because of money, but I I think you know they would have done it if they had the funds at the time. But but they, I wouldn't have agreed with that. Just like I don't agree with this. It's not like I would have changed my mind. I get it. I just <laughs> I, I just you know I understand the idea of the parks about conservation, and so is the movie. So. That's all. 
But I think that's it. I think that's yeah. all we got. I think I think we're I think we're we, we we're wrapped up here. Unless there's anything, Curtis, you want to bring up before you go, or before we go. <laughs> no, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. You guys were a lot of fun, and uh, again, my invitation to come and do a trip report on my show is open. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. everyone, go listen to Curtis's podcast. Please do. Where, where can they find you, Curtis? Like, what, 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 yeah. plug your social, plug your yeah. podcast, plug everything. You know, I'm kind of proud of the search in iTunes. If you do a search for Geekin' on WDW or if you just do a search for Disney World, my podcast comes up really high in the rankings. I've been, I think it's because I've been around for seven years. <laughs> they somehow I've hit that algorithm. So yeah, just take, take your favorite podcaster catcher app and you'll find the, the podcast. But thanks for having me on. Absolutely. That, that's something that drives Damon crazy because there's like a couple other welcome homes and we don't always show up first. <laughs> but we're slowly, we're slow, slowly overtaking them. We're sl- yeah, slowly. We're getting there. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, Trevor, you want to start wrapping us up? Yeah, for sure. All right. As usual, if you guys uh, want to uh, reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Please send us your emails. We, uh, we get trip reports from you guys. We get great questions. And keep them coming because uh, I, I think it's a big part of what makes the show as good as it is. And if you guys want to follow us on Facebook, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast. And make sure if you if you haven't joined it already, make sure you go join uh, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. That's our Facebook group, as we've been talking about on the show. Uh, lots of great discussion in there. We got some some really fun people in there, and everyone is very cool and respectable, which I think is is very important because the, uh, if you guys have been in other Disney groups, people don't always agree, but uh, I think the key thing is, is that, uh, that we all respect one another in there. So uh, come hang out with us. And if uh, you want to follow us on YouTube, you can find us as welcome home podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Cause, uh, and I'm putting Tom on the spot here. Hopefully there'll be some YouTube videos <laughs> from, uh, from Tom's upcoming trip. So we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, keep an eye out for those guys. You you never know what'll what'll show up on there now that we're able to go back to the parks again. And also for the same reason, make sure you follow us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. Uh, there'll be Instagram posts from Tom there. He's there'll uh, be nothing up there. Don't lie to them, Trevor. <laughs> he, he's asked his wife no, to do it, so I'm giving that oh, one to nice. my wife. Yeah. So she'll she'll yeah. she'll definitely put stuff on Instagram for exactly. Sure. So so make sure you guys follow the Instagram. And last but not least, if uh, you guys want some merchandise, uh, make sure you go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. We got masks and t-shirts and mugs up there. And uh, as we talked about on the episode, if uh, if you guys are wanting a Haunted River Country t-shirt when those come available, uh, that's the place to get them. I'll give you. I'll give everybody. If you want to do a pre-order and, and send the money now, I'll just give you my personal PayPal. I'll just send the money there. It'll be fine. You'll be good. <laughs> don't, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, so I also <laughs> want to thank everyone that ended up giving us some more reviews. That was super awesome of you. I know Tom appreciates that. I, I saw you posted that, and you didn't even tell me you were going to post that. But that, that, thank, I, you. thank so, you. So just in case anyone knows, like I don't really. I just do whatever I feel like that day. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't check in with us and stuff. No, I definitely don't <laughs> until after the fact. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> fine. I do like that we just got a bunch of new reviews. That makes me happy. So, yeah. It, it does. Yeah. yeah. We got to weigh so, out those one stars. <laughs> yeah. Make sure. Yeah. If you, if you guys are liking the show, leave us a review and let us know. We we definitely appreciate it. We do appreciate good and bad feedback. Although, um, yeah, Damon's Fan Club doesn't need to be bigger than the five-star reviews. So Wait. So, so hold on, though. I'm going re- to read this 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 last one here because it's awfully nice. <laughs> 
No, this is a good one, Tom. You, you, you're okay. I got it. I know what it says. <laughs> okay, so I'll read it for everyone else. So this show has been a great add to my commute. The guys do a great job covering all of the current relevant DC to- DVC topics and more. While some may not have like how Damon operates, I love the diversity he brings to the show. Oh, okay. You can't always have sunshine and rainbows, and Damon brings a very real outlook to DVC and the Disney universe. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. That was that. See, that's 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 a nice balance. I like it. Of course. Yeah. It's nice. Curtis, were you going to say something? Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just listening in. I think you guys are doing a great show. <laughs> thank you, David. I mean, thank you, Curtis. Damon gets his haters sometimes because Damon has a contrary com- uh, contrary uh, opinion sometimes. So people don't like that. And I feel like we need to make shirts that say Team Damon on them. Like, I feel like some people would buy those. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll put them next. Yeah, that the might be the next thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. So we did the iTunes thing. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home and uh, look for the one that says Disney and DVC. Uh, reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult the DVC representative or D- Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today a huge thank you to uh, dvc rental store for sponsoring this episode please check them out if you want to rent dvc as damon said huge price difference between uh paying cash and and renting from a dvc member a big thank you again to curtis from uh, geeking on wdw for joining thanks curtis it was great having you here we really appreciate it and uh you know join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc no you won't you'll join us next time for a wait list everybody there you go that's true wait list next episode tom will be at disney so (laughs) enjoy the wait list next episode we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert a wall the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar.